1: Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. I don't wanna
2: grow up, <laughs> I'm a superman.
3: Jurassic Park, now bringing the fear of the Ecto-gongles with ecto-pomper, Neutrona Blaster and water Zapper each sold separately.
4: From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Starkiller Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes Have Some
0: hey we're laughing already we're having a good time hello everybody welcome to yes have some podcast
4: we're terrific
0: what are you guys laughing
1: at we're just just laughing at the just laughing at the awkward way you started that show hey we're laughing already we're laughing hey if you think
0: if you (laughs) laugh at the podcast imagine what happens when it's not being recorded oh what if we all just hated each other off screen
1: Oh, yeah. Like if it was one of those uh, one of those like uh, Mythbusters kind of things where they're, they really don't get along or
0: something. Yeah, Like a lot yeah. of the cl- like Abbott and Costello hated each other. Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton.
1: Oh. <laughs> Bill Paxton. <laughs> I know
4: what you guys are talking about. These great uh,
1: comedic duos.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Obviously. Uh, sometimes I wonder if Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman hated each other. Uh, the creators of the Ninja Turtles because you see Kevin Eastman doing a lot of conventions and kind of keeping the spirit of the turtles alive, but you never hear anything from Peter Laird. Uh, Hmm. Is he alive? (laughs) 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 Maybe. (laughs) Oh, God. I'll be really upset if he's...
4: Yeah, he's alive. He's alive. I just looked it up.
0: Thank you. Uh, Abby was just talking to these people across the street, uh, these children, uh, who were complimenting uh, the Where's tree, those? the children across the street were complimenting. They were
4: playing basketball. I didn't know what that was either. <laughs> she was like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> what are you doing to that
4: poor animal? <laughs> it's a ball. Uh, what did they say? I was They're, like, no, continue. They complimented me. They said that they liked my Halloween decorations that I just put Oh, up. yeah,
0: yeah. They they said they both... <laughs>
4: they, go, I like your tree.
0: I'm an asshole. He was like, I was like, what are you going to be for Halloween? He was like, I'm going to be a Ninja Turtle. And, and I go, oh, yeah, which one? He goes... Uh, the green one, and we we're
4: like, uh, <laughs> and then I was kid? like,
0: and then he goes, no, the blue one. I go Leonardo, and he goes, what? And I was like, you're a fake fan. <laughs> get, get the fuck away from me.
4: <laughs> and then I took their <laughs> basketball.
0: And then yeah, 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 Abby kicked their ball down the street. What? He, no, she didn't. You she guys are so mean. Hey? And then the kid, the other kid, goes, all I have is a cape, so I can either be Superman or Thor. And I was like, what about Batman? (laughs) Are those
1: the only only two with a cape?
4: Yes, Jake, only two.
0: (laughs) What if I was like, you could be Larry David from that one episode of Seinfeld when he had a cape on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hi,
1: Jake, how are you, man? We haven't talked in months. Hey, I'm good. But you know what's weird is like you just mentioned Seinfeld. I've been watching this like there's an hour long documentary about Seinfeld on YouTube. Have you ever seen this? It's called Seinfeld, How It Began.
0: Uh, no, I've only watched the, uh, Robert Shaw documentary on now YouTube. Now, what's that called? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh,
4: what's the
1: good,
4: Seinfeld?
1: I, I, I was just watching it before, before, uh, we started recording and there's some, there's some cool stuff. There's some old like footage, some footage of the, like the unaired pilot and stuff like that. It's pretty, yeah.
0: pretty cool. I like seeing some of the old audition footage. I love yeah. when, uh, Seinfeld first started, Jason Alexander was basically just doing a, a Pretty decent Woody
1: Allen impersonation. He he talks about that. He he talks about doing that at the uh, at the audition. Yeah. Man, I want to go on an audition. No,
4: Someone's- I don't. That sounds very <laughs> stressful. You've been on auditions. Haven't I've been on
0: audition. Oh.
4: I filmed you auditioning for things before. I remember.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we can we put can we put those up on the YouTube channel? I'm gonna have to like reenact them, but I, hope so. I auditioned. Oh,
1: okay. They don't
0: exist. There was something I've auditioned for movies. You
4: auditioned recently. for a movie as a child, I recall. Yeah, what? When I was a kindergarten kid. Kindergarten
0: cop? Yeah, I auditioned for, no, not kindergarten cop, for uh, Cop and a Half.
4: Oh, Cop and a Half, okay. When wow. I was a kid.
0: with uh, Did you get it? <laughs> no, but when the movie came out, I realized why I
2: didn't.
0: <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, okay. Well, uh, I guess that wasn't what they were looking for. It's
4: uh, not your fault. It's okay.
0: <laughs> Uh, Burt Reynolds man I I remember being set this is all I remember I remember uh, my mom drove me uh, to Savannah to go on this audition it was like an open casting call the only two things I remember from that day were I went to Burger King for lunch and I Mm -hmm. remember asking my mom why Burt Reynolds wasn't at the audition
4: I thought you were gonna say at the Burger King (laughs) he
1: didn't even show up to his own auditions (laughs) Hey, hey this guy's a total hack
0: you know, I'm out here busting my hump out in Savannah. Eating Burger King. Eating my chicken tenders from the BK Kids Club. And Burt Reynolds doesn't even have the decency to show up. Uh, I also – man, I used to go on like – you know when they used to do like these open casting calls? But it was just to be like an extra, uh, yeah. which is not yeah. a real actor. And – uh
4: I've auditioned for that.
0: Yeah. We've all auditioned to be extras. I, I auditioned to be an extra, uh, dumb and dumber when that was happening.
4: Oh, wow. But okay. it was,
0: what was stupid is I remember they made you do lines from dumb and dumber. I was like, to be an really? extra. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. I was like, guys, I'm a shoe. And I know every line in this movie. <laughs> uh, I did not get the part. Okay. It worked out. <laughs> it worked out. Hey, that movie sucked. I really dodged a bullet Poor. but yeah. I digress anyway. So, uh, before we get started, though, I did want to say we have a guest coming on the show a little bit later. We have Tommy Avaloni who is the director of the brand-new documentary, The Bill Murray Stories, Life Lessons Learned from a Mythical Man, which debuted at South by Southwest this year. It's going to have a limited theater engagement coming up here in the next couple weeks, so check your local listings. I'm sure he'll talk about where and when you can see the movie, and uh, it's going to be out on DVD, Blu-ray, Amazon. All of that stuff. Uh, We actually all watched the movie, and I'm not gonna lie, I really liked it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too.
0: Some cool stuff in there. Abby, Abby, do you agree that Bill Murray is kind of like a modern mythical figure?
4: Yeah, he's elusive and like he's philosophical, and like when he appears, it's like. Uh, almost always unexpected or unannounced and like the way that he commands the room um, and kind of like sucks all the attention onto him it's like it's like nobody else in the world kind of a deal and watching this documentary was I was a little bit familiar with some of the stories of him just like appearing at people's wedding f- events or like because you know obviously we've all followed Ghostbusters and uh, Bill Murray uh, you know as part of that for the last couple of years I was a little bit familiar with the fact that he's like that but for anyone who ha- doesn't know those stories this documentary is, like, fantastic for just kind of highlighting some of the lesser-known tales and stuff about Bill Murray. And I I think
0: most people know about... I don't know if most people know. people. If you're listening to Yes Have Some, you probably know about Bill Murray's uh, 1-800 number, uh, which is basically Mm -hmm. the only way you can reach uh, Bill to book him for a movie or an interview or anything. He doesn't have an agent or any, like, traditional means to get in contact with him. And uh, part of the movie in the documentary is uh without giving too much away is Tommy repeatedly calling this number and like just right. stumbling over voicemails and just like it's very funny yeah it's very funny um uh, but Jake you mentioned that um you want to get a hold of that number
1: I yeah why don't we have this number mm-hmm. I feel like uh we could do some good with it um <laughs> if anybody has this number we'll keep it to ourselves yeah yeah we won't pass it out But we will abuse having it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We will. Um, I will call. We will call it a lot. I will call it a lot. And also
0: like any instance where I normally would call. Like, let's say I cut my finger and I would normally call 911.
1: I'm just going to call Bill Murray's one 800 Just call Bill. Yeah. Just let him know.
0: It's a great idea. Will you call the hospital for me? (laughs) (laughs) I'd really appreciate it
1: if uh, you found the time to call
0: 911 for me. Fuck, it's my dad's birthday. I better call Bill Murray and ask him to call my dad. (laughs) Uh, Um, so we'll, we'll ask Tommy about the number and maybe we can like, maybe we like, listen, just give us like five of the numbers. Right. That's all we need. We'll We'll guess the rest. We'll go from there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll find it. And then we can make live calls to, to the number on YHS. And, um, yeah, I would,
4: I think we should start a separate podcast where we just call the number. Calling Bill Murray. It's just voicemail after voicemail (laughs) is the content. We leave
0: them. So, said like voicemails cut out after twenty seconds, so we do thirty minute podcasts in twenty second increments. Yes, we get like five seasons out of two phone calls. Easy money. Wow, I think Wait, it's a who's great.
4: Who's I- for that? I don't know. We're going to make money. We're, I think like, it's a great idea. Someone's
0: giving us. Some money for <laughs> um, all right, so Tommy will be coming up soon, but before that, we wanted to kind of preview the month of October last year. Each week in October, we covered a different series of horror movies. So. The plan is to do that again this year, but we're going to need your input. Last year, what did we do? We did Nightmare on Elm Street. We did Child's we Play.
1: That was kind of it. You know, I was looking back at it, and uh, <laughs> one week, well, one one week we, we kind of had like a little bit of a, um, I guess like a mashup, and I think we talked about a few different things. Uh, I was looking at our headlines, and it said Gremlins 3. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so, I'm glad we covered so we that. Were, <laughs> we were covering, I think, multiple things. And then that fourth week, we talked about Spooky Empire. So, okay. okay. We, had, oh, yeah. we had two episodes that were like full on, you know, Child's Dude. Play and Nightmare on Elm Street.
4: Right. I was but still- it was the year before that we did like a deep dive into Child's Play and like did the. Uh, yeah, that was last year. Oh, I thought it was from okay. That was, was, was last year. Charles play was last year, but yeah. the year before that was when I watched all the nightmare movies and all the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yes,
0: we did watch all the Friday the Thirteenth yes. movies. I love Jason goes to Manhattan. That's not what it is called yeah. at all. It's, Jason
1: takes Manhattan. Yeah,
0: no, this is a new version I just made up called Lost Jason goes to Manhattan. This okay. is it it's was better. his it was his reconnaissance mission. He doesn't kill anybody. He just enjoys the sights and sounds of the Big Apple. Uh, yeah.
4: Okay. What? Oh, I mean, I'd watch it.
0: <laughs> Jake, Jason goes to Hamilton.
4: Jason tries Dude, to go like to that. Hamilton and Yeah Jason
0: goes and kills everybody <laughs> Yeah he kills the cast of Hamilton And then they, he rewrites it And then he plays Hamilton ah. um, <laughs> I would see a, a, a Rapping Jason musical I'm just putting that out Me there too. If we're going to talk yeah. about things we want to see I'd hopefully
4: be sitting next to his mom in the aisle <laughs> <and> watching. Dude, <laughs> Jason's
0: mom would be so proud of him
4: Dude she'd probably be she filming be. She'd be
0: like Kill <laughs> them Jason they deserve it He's um, like, mom. It's the plate. Stop talking.
4: <laughs>
0: kill Can't them before they kill you, Hamilton. Jason. Uh, I was playing the Friday the Thirteenth game. Finally, it's yeah. the well. It's the download this month on PS Plus. Like, if you have PS Plus on PlayStation, it's like ten bucks a month or whatever. Okay. You get free games every month. Um, this month it's Friday the Thirteenth. So I finally. And playing the game that's been out for a year and it's pretty fun. Yeah. You get to kill teenagers and you get to use different weapons and you can like, one thing about it is uh Jason, I only played it for like five minutes cause I got tired and I've got really bad ADD, but in those five minutes were really cool. Let mm-hmm. me tell you what, uh, Jason can morph in the game yeah. into, to other like locations like, basically, they're explaining how Jason has always had the ability to, like, you're running from him. And he just... And then he just appears. He it's, just dissipates morphing.
1: and shows up wherever you are. Exactly.
0: He he kind of uh, spawns in different locations. Um, yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play some more of that. Maybe we'll live stream Abby playing that.
4: Yeah. That's going to be good. That's going to have a lot of swears <laughs> in it. Um, I will definitely do that. I can't vouch that I'm, like really good at playing video games, but That's I like fine. it, so, yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay, so, moving on. We got horror movies coming up. We're gonna let the YHS crowd vote in group therapy on what movie series they want us to be talking about. But, we've all been taking... Oh, we're gonna put like a poll up? We're gonna put up a poll. Cool. We're gonna put, we're a gonna put leprechaun up. on that poll. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We always put up these polls, and then we kind of just do what we want anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna rig right. it so that
4: we can only watch leprechaun, because I've never seen those movies. Um... You haven't seen Leprechaun? No, I haven't. Fuck. What are we doing? Dude, I know. Why don't we just go I feel like every Halloween, we're really just setting this up so that I can watch some new movies for the first time. This is all for you. Why don't we start a Leprechaun podcast? Leprechaun, but
0: only
1: one through four.
0: podcast. Cool. Cool.
1: Leprecast.
0: Leprecast.
1: The Leprepod. Sounds
0: like (laughs) Leprecast. The (laughs) Lepre...
1: Let's see.
0: Mm. Uh, People are like, what what is this episode of YHS Wilson? (laughs) Leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so. but Abby, her entire life has wondered why that part is funny in it's, Wayne's uh, world. Yeah, yeah. She's, She's like, like oh, why the- is he so scared of the leprechaun? Oh, see, is, yeah. is Wayne
4: Irish? It's the story of my childhood. Be like, oh, I'm not sure what that. I don't get that out of context, but it's funny. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah there's several things like that I mean I was homeschooled and like I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of things so yeah references and things like that I, I just didn't always catch
0: there's nothing better we've all been through this when you're watching something and there's a reference that everyone's laughing to and you you just have to fake your way through it mm-hmm. I always yeah. go overboard I'm like whoa that was an amazing reference let's all high five each other
4: love that thing I'm, I'm <laughs>
0: glad that I get that because that's like pretty like a lot of people wouldn't get that yeah so, um,
4: but, but Wayne's world is full of those because it's a lot of like older like 70s yeah wayne's world
0: i don't know if a kid watching wayne's world today would even get half of it Mm. i didn't get half of it in 1993 (laughs) all right so we've all been taking in some horror movies lately and we wanted to talk about what we've been watching what we're looking forward to jake i'll throw to you first what is on your mind man
1: um as far as like what i'm so there's there's like a pretty classic horror movie that you hear about a lot that i have only recently seen maybe like a month ago um and that's Suspiria ah yes and, and I instantly like you know going into it I was like all right gonna you know how sometimes when there's movies that like have all this hype around them and you hear about them so much and you're like you know Suspiria is one of those like classic everyone you just hear about it and and so going into it I'm like all right this is probably gonna suck isn't it you know (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's super old I was just like I bet I was like this is gonna be boring um I watched it and like kind of I was like whoa this is really it's really good it's very weird it's very weird it's just like the music is very strange and and it's got such a such a like creepy atmosphere throughout the whole movie the whole movie you're kind of like I don't know what is going on. I don't know where this is going, how this is gonna like turn into anything, but it's very good, and I instantly kind of got like a little obsessed with it. And um, there's a remake coming out like very soon, and the trailers are out there, and uh, I'm super looking forward to seeing this movie. Like, uh, it it looks different but equally as weird and out there as the original and uh i know you, i don't know if you guys have seen suspiria i don't right have you not seen that
4: i haven't but we watched the trailer together and talked about it on the show i think yeah right? i've never seen
0: the
1: original i,
0: I feel i'm like-
4: reading the description right now and i very much feel like i'd like it's, it. it
1: it's streaming for free on a few different um platforms like in the let you know what those are after the show if you yeah, guys want to check it out.
0: Experience kind of one of those ones you do always hear about, and it's definitely has like a cult following. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I do want to watch the original before the new one is out because like the yeah. new one, the reviews, like some critics have seen it already, and it's pretty polarizing, which is what you would expect from a movie like that. Like some people are saying it's like everything you want out of a movie. It's mind blowing. It's a game changer, and some people are kind of like. I don't get it <laughs> like I'm dude that's a yeah. good thing that's
4: hereditary but I mean, almost like yeah, people no, not getting people saying, it
1: is good yeah but people saying I don't get it like that makes sense to me because this is the kind of movie that a lot of people would be like I don't get that like I mean even the original is the same right. like mm-hmm. um a friend of mine who uh actually got to see it so they saw the remake already and and he and he he, he didn't want to say much about it but he he called it a masterpiece, and I'm like, well, that's a big that's, that's a, a big, big statement. Yeah. So, that's like on Seinfeld
0: when uh, the doctor goes, "Yes, it truly is breathtaking." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: um, one thing, like uh, we talked about this, uh, hearing it in it or here in Atlanta. I'm not in Atlanta. Yes, you I are. wish in you Atlanta, were in atlanta on halloween night they're showing suspiria and the original band that played all the music is yeah, going to be there at the playing fucking the earl. music and i really wanted to go to it and uh it's sold out so goblin we, we won't Let's be yeah, a goblin. Goblin. exactly that Prog we won't be band. going but uh what a amazing way to be spending oh, a halloween
4: what if that we would be snuck s- in? that would be
1: so cool abby
4: yes
0: you get a job at the earl
4: perfect i have a friend who used to bartend there <laughs> What so, year was that? Like probably six years ago.
0: Okay. so I still, I still
4: have an in. So you have an in. I used to hang out there.
0: Light this up. How are we, how is this going to happen?
4: Back door. I'm going to strike up a conversation <laughs> with someone, offer a cigarette. You two slip in in ski masks. And well, how about on. we, we'll
1: just, um, we'll just wear our, uh, we'll just wear our Dragon Con press
0: yeah.
4: like, Dude, we're yes.
1: suppo-
4: so A yourself. lot of people's girlfriends are in there.
0: Here's the age old advice I give everybody. If you act like you belong, you can kind of go wherever you want. Social
4: engineering, yeah. Yeah.
0: So if we just listen, you go where the band is loading in. Abby distracts the lead singer or whatever they are.
4: Heart to heart about Mm -hmm. prog rock, about
0: rock and roll music, and horror movies, and horror
4: movies. (laughs) I quiz him.
0: you give me a trivia exam we
4: talk about yeah. me and
0: jake start picking up gear and helping them load in mm-hmm. next thing you know we're part of the we're part of the crew we're, we're, lunch in. With we're on stage yeah. we're
4: doing a podcast <laughs> nobody's even listening to the band anymore cool jake you want to do it
0: um, that is really cool it sucks that it um sold out i hate that because we all kind of talked about going but uh hey if anybody's because i think it's like a tour that they're doing so if anybody out there it is it is is. i'm uh, pretty sure this mm -hmm. is the
1: first date yeah yeah Um, that's cool so
0: but yeah i'm looking forward to that it's going to be out in theaters pretty soon i think in the next couple weeks there's actually a lot coming out that i want to see uh halloween's really the only horror related movie that is coming out in the next month that obviously we're going to be doing a lot of coverage on that because i'm two weeks from this friday i think i'm extremely excited about (laughs) that movie super pumped Um, at least i'm excited but more than anything just curious about what they did um i'll tell you what i'm not excited about venom oh my (laughs) god yeah but we're all gonna hear about it no we're all gonna see it because i want to talk about it i want it to be as bad as i think it's going to be like I'm almost um, already bummed out. Where if it's not quite as bad as I'm expecting, I'm like, man, oh, I that you're, was like, worse. you're going into
1: this movie hoping that it's bad.
0: I want to come out and go, what the fuck were they thinking? Sony, <laughs> Ruben Fleischer, Tom Hardy, who else is in it? Michelle Williams is apparently in that movie. Has uh, she been in any of the previews? Oh. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. We're not going to talk about Venom right now, but no. the Rotten Tomato scores out. It's real bad. We'll all be seeing it soon and talking about it.
4: Yeah. Um, we'll give it a pass until we see it. Yeah. Let's not rip it apart. I give it an
0: A plus until the second it starts, and then that's, <laughs> that meter going to start dropping quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby. Yeah. What have you been watching?
4: I mean, like, over the last couple of weeks, I know I mentioned a few. Of the horror movies I watched last week. Um, Sleepwalkers. I watched Scream Three, Scream Four. I watched the original Halloween on actual VHS tape, um, the other day, like laying down in our Serenity Room, which is nice, like with the candles on. It's kind of my yes. style.
0: Yes, I have some podcast has a Serenity, Serenity Room. Serenity Room. Deal with it. Yeah.
4: And then I watched Halloween four. Um, we watched Hereditary recently, The Frighteners and The Omen. So that's been my last two weeks of horror films. Been
1: watching some stuff.
4: Dude, yes. Let's talk about Whoa. scream. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Did I interrupt you? No, go ahead. I oh, was okay. just gonna ask what what I was just gonna say what was your favorite. Yeah I ranked them. Hey
4: Jake, thanks for asking. I ranked them. Okay. Um, oh, go for okay. it. <laughs> oh,
1: great.
4: Uh, number eight was the frighteners. Uh seven was Halloween Ooh. four. Uh six oh. six was the omen. 5 was Scream 4, 4 was Sleepwalkers, 3, Scream 3, 2, Halloween, and number 1 was Hereditary. Because it's fucking awesome. I'm
1: a little, I am There's, very surprised that. That list was put, bat shit insane. Yeah, you guys Halloween know. 4 is in front of, you <laughs> just didn't like the Frighteners,
4: huh? Dude, I didn't really like wow. it. I just gotta be real. It didn't do it for me. Oh, huh, Okay. It do- you know what? It doesn't hold up, is what it is. So hold up to you never
0: saw
1: it though. Oh, it was your first time
4: seeing it. it- okay, so you're right. Well, maybe. <laughs> you know what? May- maybe I just didn't like it. I'm gonna That's stand fine. behind it. That's fine. Thank you. Um, it feels good to say that.
0: This was your first time watching Scream three and four.
4: Yeah, and I liked those a lot.
0: Talk to me about that, dude. Let's I'm just talk about Scream Neve three. Campbell. Here. Well, yes, Nev Campbell. <laughs> What about Scream Three? Most people hate that movie.
4: Scream Three. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can understand why. I like it because it brings me back to a specific time period of my life where it, what it was that like two thousand. Um, I don't mind like all the like talk show host references because I myself was a huge fan of like watching like Jerry Springer and Ricky Lake and those kind of shows. So like the Cotton Weary thing and like all that shit, I I didn't mind it. And Jenny McCarthy's in it, like. I don't that just makes me I felt like I wanted to watch that movie when I was that age. So watching it now at 32, I'm like, yes, I like this. I'm into it. I like Nev Campbell at the end of that movie. Um that's the one where her brother's the killer, and it's kind of like the big old surprise, he's the director. (laughs) Which is kind of dumb, but I liked the like secret room where the whole thing goes down, and I think that Sydney the end of every scream movie is always really good. Like no matter what middle part of it kind of sucks a little bit the end is almost always very surprising oh you disagree i liked (laughs) it dude i liked it i just i think she's tough and cool and all that shit so i'm do into it no she is
0: for sure yeah i do like in scream three like the directors like everybody's motivations in the scream movies are so funny because they're based in like real emotions but they're the way that they like yeah, if you found out that you had a sister that you never knew about and your mom left for that family, you'd be bummed about that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Would you murder? everybody? <laughs> Would you <laughs> I, decide I to know. murder her? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: It's Le- like no, but that stuff. It reminds me of old like Greek tragedies and stuff like that. Which, well, that's part of Scream too. So yeah, it's all consistent and I like all that shit. I I think that the movies have enough like humor to them and like interest and diversity and like. Not doing the same thing over and over. So,
0: well, I don't think I talked about it on the podcast, but I have an idea for if they if if they do eventually reboot or remake Scream or sequelize it or whatever. I've got an idea. You guys want to hear it? you're yeah. going to I'll no matter it. what you say. I don't have a choice. Um, have <laughs> <laughs> you heard this ten times? <laughs> like you know, I had an idea. So here comes the Scream reboot.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're um, all in high school.
0: Okay, so yeah, it's before. They're in college. No, it's they're in middle school. No. I think it would be really hard. I don't think you should ever remake Scream because they kind of try to do that with the TV show. Doesn't really work. Having, like, it just doesn't work, like, for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. Like, the Scream has really great characters. Like, Billy Loomis is an awesome character. Stu and, uh, obviously Sidney Prescott. All those Mm -hmm. characters. Dewey, uh gale weathers dude i like, love gale it's weathers. it's it it really introduced characters that are kind of like hard to replace the thing is is all well, four-
4: Most horror movies have like kind of forgettable shitty characters that are gonna get killed off anyway and those are like very memorable funny well-developed right. characters so i continue
0: the four scream movies though unlike most horror movies had the same director for four movies And also the same main cast. Like Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell are the main actors in all four of those movies. So even if you brought – usually now what they're like, oh, we're bringing Jamie Lee Curtis back. We're bringing whatever actors back. They were there the whole time. So it's not a – it wouldn't be that big of a thing if like, oh, there's a new Scream movie. The whole original cast is back. It's like, well, they've done that already multiple times. So my idea is you do – a Scream movie that is a retelling of the first movie from the killer's perspective, the entire movie. Okay. You cast the same actors. You get Skeet Ulrich, Matthew Lillard, Nev Campbell. You get all of them. You use digital technology. You're going to de-age <laughs> to, the to,
4: entire cast? You have
0: to. You got to de-age gonna, them. We're gonna, okay. They can do it. It's not like it can't be done. Sure. You saw We're some- not talking about Marvel here, though, right? No, yeah. yeah. What if it was no. Marvel? also Screams Man, now part of the- Marvel money. Screams now part of the MCU. That's part of that I left <laughs> out. Okay. Okay. Um,
4: what if it was all of that, but it was a movie about the making of that movie, <laughs> so they never actually have to de-age anybody. They just reference it, and then all the cast members in their current state and age become terrorized by whichever killer.
0: God damn it. It sounds like that's actually what they would do. <laughs> Cause that's what Scream is always like <laughs> stab nine. Uh no. The entire movie is about Billy and Stu and their motivation and their plot to kill all of their friends. And what you can do is you can introduce new elements in that enhances the original story. So what I'm saying is kind of like Rogue One makes a new hope like a thousand times better that's mm. not a true mm. statement but I'll just just go with it
4: you want to give them the plans <laughs> basically like how they got them yes it's how
1: Stu and Billy got the plans okay that's my screen movie what do you guys think
4: fantastic
1: I think that's a I mean I think that's a pretty good idea like if, if they're gonna do it that's the way to do it but um thank I don't- you Jake that means a lot Yeah, because
0: Abby's like packing her bags and like rolling her eyes. Well, I mean, Jake's very supportive.
1: She's about to do that
4: anyway. And
1: what what I'm about to say, but um, what I was gonna say is like they've already kind of
4: done the doing the movie, and then they get Kim.
1: They've already fucking made three lame sequels. to Screen, what's one more?
4: Ooh, shots fired. Like if they're gonna
1: if they're gonna make another sequel, they might as well. Do I'm gonna you
0: go put my maybe scream mask take a on step my in the right face.
1: Direction.
0: Ooh, we should do an episode where we all wear scream masks.
4: Yeah, we have one, but
0: it'll be audio, so it doesn't matter. We could say we're doing it right now.
4: We're doing it.
1: Jake, did you? One of us is the killer. Scream Four is on Netflix now. Have you watched it recently? I have not. I have not seen Scream Four since I saw it in the theater. I really didn't like it. Um, I want to. I want to give it another go, and it has also been a while since I've seen Scream Three. Okay. Um, i saw scream 2 recently and i was so fucking just annoyed i was like fuck this movie i just i don't know i just (laughs) did not like it um like the whole movie theater thing in the beginning i was like good kill these fucking people i hate (laughs) she's fucking (laughs) screaming at the movie theater kill
0: her quickly
1: um (laughs) jake you
0: go to like the live performance of uh Rocky Horde, you're like, everybody sit down! Shut the,
1: Shut fuck, the fuck up! up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining it! Um, <laughs> this is my first time!
1: <laughs> I really, really, really love The First Scream. I think it's great. I feel, it's so, it's weird to me because even though um, all four movies are like written by uh, what's that guy's name? Like Kevin, Wil- Kevin Williamson, Williamson or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Wes Craven, like m- I think it's pretty safe to say Wes Craven is pretty responsible for like 98% of the first screen like writing and everything
2: mm-hmm.
1: but then he kind of takes a back seat and like he's still he's still around for 2 and 3 but I don't think he's, he's got his hands you know as deep in with the writing uh, I know he came back and directed 4 but to me you can clearly tell that uh, Wes Craven's not, you know, the, like, head writer here. Yeah. And I, uh, and I think that's the problem with trying to make more screen movies is, like, you're trying very hard to, to replicate Wes Craven, who's very good, mm-hmm. or, you know, who was very good at what he did, and... uh
4: when it you're just always, imitating, yeah, it falls yeah, through. just
1: they they kind of fall a little short for me because they just feel like they're trying so hard. Scream
4: Four felt that way for me. I didn't love that one. I did like Scream Three, Scream. Yeah. Sc- excuse me, Scream Four had some like Scream. I didn't like the fact that the killer was just trying to get attention and was like it was yeah. That, I remember I thought that was the, very irksome.
1: I remember being in the movie theater and just like being like, oh god, what? Is,
0: <laughs> what Jake, yeah. Jake walked. It was like. Jake walked into the lobby and they're like, Sir, can I help you? You he were like, I want to see the manager.
1: <laughs> um, I'm about to I'm about to reenact Scream One on anybody who's watching Scream Four.
2: <laughs>
1: but since it's at a movie theater, it'll be more like Scream Two.
0: Yeah. Um Cool. Well, when you watch Scream 4, let's have a little bit more in depth discussion about it. Because there's yeah, some we'll stuff go. in there that fucking sucks. But Alison is in it. <laughs> Alison
4: is in it. Is she? Yeah. yeah. She plays oh, like boy. such a mean girl. I always forget okay. that she does hey, that. Hey,
0: today's Mean Girls Day.
4: Oh. Are we wearing pink? No. Nah. Do we care?
0: I don't care. Okay, don't care. Moving There's something you care. No. Dude, Mondo tweeted it. about it.
4: Really? Yeah. It's a, it's a cult it. closet. Tina
0: Facebook. Um, Cool. Halloween 4. Yeah. That was your first time ever seeing that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's got a little bit of a cult following. What did you think?
4: I mean... Besides the fact that Michael Myers' mask looks terrible throughout the entire movie and, like, has no definition or, like, lines or weathering to it, um, I felt like it was a better movie than it should have been in some ways. Um, I didn't hate it. I liked the little girl. Um, but, yeah, I think that... The ending was pretty interesting, like the way that it kind of goes full circle where it's like Michael Myers' niece and then she's wearing that clown costume that's yeah. kind of evocative that's, of what uh, he wore. That
0: was Daniel Harris's first movie and she kind of like, because she's in four and five and then she...
4: Oh yeah, what did she move on to do?
0: Well, she was also in the Rob Zombie in, Halloween. Yeah, she's in the remake. Okay,
1: um,
0: okay. And She's done a lot of horror movies and she's probably somebody I'd actually like to have on the podcast because she's kind of... a. A modern version of a Scream Queen. Like she's she's just done a lot of horror. That's what she's known for. Mm-hmm. I was gonna reach out to her, but I just saw on Instagram she had a baby like yesterday. Oh, okay. And I was Congratulations. Like, oh. Okay. I was gonna be like, oh, God, can you just like put that baby away for two seconds and Gosh. talk to us about, about Halloween <laughs> Ford? Please.
4: Um,
0: I, I like Halloween Ford. There's a there's there's a known thing. If you're ever I don't know when you saw it last time, Jake, but there's one scene near the end where it cuts to Michael Myers and for some reason his hair is the the wig is completely blonde.
4: Yes, please tell us please tell us everything so you know like about that. it's like when
0: they in the school near the end and they cut to him and it's it's not even like a lighting thing. It's like, "Oh cool, his hair is just blonde now." And
4: <laughs> basically dies dyes it. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. It's like a bottle man. blonde. It's bad.
0: Basically what happened was there was um The original mask that they were going to use for the movie had blonde hair. That was just the choice they went with. And they filmed a bunch of scenes with it and then decided that it was stupid. So they went back to the other mask with the brown hair. But when they did the edit, that one cut made it through. (laughs) When they released it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how
1: nobody (laughs) in the editing room noticed.
0: Dude, there no, go. Very but bright hey, that says day. There's a lot
1: about the movie. Nobody just, nobody gave a fuck. They're just like, hey, like it just They're
0: cuts to him. It. Like, it looks more like Ric Flair than Michael Myers for I a God second. God,
1: P- please, please reboot Halloween, but with a Ric Flair mask painted white.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. I like that. Like a wrestling fan gone crazy. That's kind of a former wrestler. The weird, that
0: makes more sense. The weird thing about the the Michael Myers mask is, like, everybody knows the story about it. Which is that they found like a Captain Kirk mask and just mm-hmm. painted it, but then they just changed it for every subsequent movie, and that's stupid because like the original is just so iconic. Yeah, I'm sure they could have done a little bit of a better job, of, like trying to recreate the Captain Kirk mask. But, they could have, but for sure, but but Jake, you were just talking about how you just watched Halloween
1: Six, right? And like that mask is also awful. There, yeah. It is awful. It's very weird. He has very nice big thick hair in part. I like the that was one thing I kept thinking or commenting about while watching part six. I was like, Oh, look at his hair. It's like it looks it looks like he's been using some maybe some dry shampoo or
0: some
4: uh <laughs> it looks thicker. very soft. Some paraben free, sulfate free stuff.
0: Cool. Yeah. I like the idea of Michael Myers showering and washing his mask hair.
1: Yeah, me too. Me <laughs> too. It probably starts to smell, you know. Oh, with all the
0: killing. Dude, that's a great open yeah. to the
4: next Halloween. I wish they would do that. <laughs> Just like his slow routine for gently massaging the hair on the mask. Well, you wonder,
0: he's still a human being. Well, don't tell that to Loomis. Right. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he's got to eat. He goes to the bathroom. <laughs> he's got <he's>
4: to drive.
0: <laughs> God damn it. He drives again in Halloween 4. Who
4: taught him how to drive? What is he? That's so good.
1: Yeah, so, he's driving. Uh, I think he drives in... God, it's possible he drives in six as well. (laughs) So for those who haven't, if you're a new listener to YHS.
4: Driving uh, Mr. Loomis with Michael Myers.
1: That's
0: really funny. Okay, thank you. Uh, That should be a t-shirt. I think it should. Uh, Jake, your biggest beef with the Halloween franchise is Michael Myers driving,
1: correct? It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, I remember, so a quick little story, like. Up until a few years ago, I hated Halloween. I didn't think it was very good. It was, I, I, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I, th- I found it boring. I thought it was so stupid that he's driving. I was like, how scary is Michael Myers behind the fucking wheel of a car? It, look, it just looks, it's just a dumb looking visual. You know, like when <laughs> yeah. you see him in the car, I was like, there's nothing scary about that. Um, you know, in a few year a few years ago, I, I I I gave it a rewatch. I actually just went out and bought it, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna rewatch this. And I was like, I, I do like Halloween. I do think it's a good movie, but still, like, just the fact that he's driving around uh, is stupid and makes no sense because he's like in prison. You know, mm-hmm. he's in like his entire life. I'm like, how is he driving? Um, I really hope he drives in the new movie.
0: I he hope probably, that I- probably doesn't. I hope that I can see the new Halloween before Jake, and if he drives in it, when Jake goes to the theater to see Halloween, I'm going to sneak into the theater, and as soon as the driving scene pops up, I'm going to just snap a picture of Jake's
1: face.
4: Because I want to see
1: <laughs> your
0: expression. Hand to
4: palm. With, with, uh, or palm to like, forehead.
1: I'm going to tell you, since we're talking about, like, I don't have high hopes for this movie. Um, I like the first Halloween, and I've enjoyed, like, I really like there's some stuff in part two that I really like, but then there's also part two is very weird because it also, it seems like maybe they can only get, um, uh, uh fucking, uh, Lori for like a small period. Like she's just asleep half of the movie. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I really like part three, but you know, that's kind of a different thing. um, there's some weird, to me, they're they're kind of like all, they're fine, whatever. They're fun, but they're not great. Uh, I don't think, even it, like th- everything we've seen from, from from the trailers for the new one, it doesn't look like outstanding to me. It doesn't, nothing makes me think like, oh fuck, this is going to be amazing. It just looks like, I- I've already mentioned this on the show, it just looks like another Halloween movie. It looks like it will be fine. It will probably be fun like there's some it looks like there's some cool you know they're trying to make it as close to the first one as possible which is great because that is the best one i think
0: i'm already sick uh, of the commercial hearing Jamie Lee Curtis go michael
1: <laughs> god it's
0: like oh i didn't think we could I'm get helping
1: a, michael
0: a protect
1: i would be like i i like halloween but i would be more excited if it was um Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street with, you know, those original actors.
0: Um, Well, we'll be getting those soon enough. There was an article yesterday on Bloody Disgusting. They're finally clearing up some of the rights issues with uh, Friday the 13th, so we'll be getting that soon enough. um, It was funny. Abby was watching uh, Halloween the other day, and like Loomis is a great character, but he is overacting that entire movie. Like, it's, it's almost a little bit, like, too much.
4: I like it. Is that I a lot him, take? though? Yeah. Yeah, he, I
1: think it is, because it, and part of it makes me wonder, though, is he overacting, or is just everyone else, like, kind of suck?
0: Is everybody mm-hmm. else is underreacting.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's like, he's kind of a, like, Donald Pleasence is kind of, you know, he's a, he's a real actor, you know? So, like, it, it almost feels like... He's the only only one doing his job and like maybe everyone else needs to just – they're like, hey, come on. They're like, hey, this is a slasher movie. Chill out.
4: Yeah. (laughs) He's going method.
1: They're like, you're you're getting too much into it. I asked Abby (laughs) like Loomis after the first
0: movie, how many sips of one beer does it take – in any social situation for Loomis to start telling the I shot him six times story.
4: Dude, that's every party and probably yeah. interaction he has with anyone.
0: Ever. Uh, let me tell you about the time I shot Michael Myers six times. Oh, fuck. Here we go again.
4: <laughs> no, no, I find it endearing, honestly. I think he adds gravity and weight to the film, but I just, I yeah, like it.
0: Too. Another thing I noticed about Halloween 4 and I confirmed my suspicions. So, in Halloween 2, Uh, there's like the explosion to the hospital or whatever. Loomis is like burned. You think he's dead, but he's back, obviously. In the beginning of Halloween 4, he's got like pretty severe burn marks Mm -hmm. um, on his face, like a big boil. Mm -hmm. And halfway through the movie, it's gone.
4: It just heals.
0: I read that like either his wife or his girlfriend at the time during filming was like, hey, you need to remove that makeup because it looks really bad. And wow. They were like, all right, just do it. So, and just went with it. So, it tells me two things. One, again, how much did they care about Halloween four? And two, were they yeah. filming that movie
1: like in chronological order? Like, I- you know how movies aren't filmed in they they were, be- they were They were filming it as they were coming up with it.
4: Yeah, dude. No, I see exactly what you're saying because that's in the very beginning. So that it's makes It's like, you those- know, when you
1: write a movie when you're 10 and you
0: film it in the order that it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not how real movies are made unless
1: it's Halloween yeah, 4. Rarely. Yeah. Some movies, but rarely.
0: Yeah, yeah. since
4: when does the spouse you know and the wondering? actor have you know what I wanted to ask
1: you guys. I know, I know we got to wrap up soon, but. Yeah, we do. I was wondering, like. Uh, you know how we got so we got the Halloween series, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh Child's Play, um, Friday the thirteenth, all these like big when you when you when you think about what the the top like horror movies are. Like the they're, franchises? They're these, yeah, there are these big franchises that all kind of started, you know, maybe in the late seventies, early eighties. And like is it just because those are what we kind of grew up knowing about, or is there just not like where, where are the new ones? There, I feel like I know I know there are like eight sc- uh, fucking Saw movies, and 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 now they're trying to make like a, you know, there's like a Conjuring cinematic universe happening, and mm-hmm. and there's dude, I love it. the CCU. There's <laughs> yeah. like six Purge movies, but those none of those to me feel. Like they have the kind of weight or longevity of all these well, other what they don't what they don't franchises. have the
0: the other franchises that you're referencing have an iconic killer killer Correct. like an iconic
1: yeah. character. But I guess like what my question is is like is that ever, is that going to be it? Like are we ever going to have like a new you know iconic? character to join those ranks or like is that it forever is it never going to get any better or are we never going to get Do you I mean, do you understand I, what I'm trying yeah, to say?
4: Yeah no, like a classic I, face, off, face off between two like a nemesis type of situation yeah. where it's like one person after the other and
0: well, You're talking
4: about when you
0: the movies you're referencing Child's Play, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Nightmare on Elm yeah. Street, Halloween, yeah. you've got these central characters like Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy Krueger, Chucky. The, cl- the last one, like, Scream kind of fits into that because it's Ghostface, but it's always somebody different.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know what a modern version of that, and it's kind of a different circumstances, but something closer to that than what we've seen is Pennywise. Like, obviously, Pennywise has been around for a long time, and it's oh, only gonna, era, yeah. it's only going to be two movies, but you're starting to see the the new pennywise like kind of
1: kind legit as in like it. a horror icon yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah i i agree with that it's just like it makes me wonder what's different you know in like the mo- the movie going and the movie making communities or whatever that there's there's like there's not new there's not gonna be any new versions of those. Yeah. Maybe, I think maybe eventually maybe, maybe people have tried. Maybe people have tried and the movies just sucked or didn't or didn't pick up, you know, or Right. But it just it's like, you know, this is what every year, like every year at Halloween, these five or six or seven characters are always the big and you know, some of these movies are like You know, these movies are all 20, 30 years old at this point. but you could also make that same argument for, like, just regular
0: other big-budget movies. Like, they're always going back to that – like, it's much harder to get an original movie made these days. Everything's based on an existing property. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. horror movies that are succeeding now seem to be a little bit more, like, intellectual, maybe, or a little bit like – Something like less campy and yeah, like a quiet place or hereditary where it's it's a horror story, but there's not like a like now that movie Happy Death Day came out last year and actually was kind of like a little surprise hit. I haven't seen that maybe there's like a, a killer in that movie that's going to become like an iconic It's horror. got a
4: 50 Cent song in the trailer, which is why I never wanted to see it, because I that's, remember that yeah, trailer, same. so you're going to yeah. make me watch this? We're going to watch Happy okay. Death okay. Day. All right.
1: tonight. I heard from mm. a lot of people that it was pretty good too, but it, uh, I've seen a few people that, you know, like opinions that I respect, will, I've seen pop up and be like, hey, this movie's really good, and I'm like, really? <laughs> is it?
4: Dude, are we going to watch that? <laughs> Happy Death Happy Day? Death Guess Day. I got to watch it. Well, we listen. Is
1: Bill is Bill Murray in it? It's
0: oh my like a God. Groundhog
4: Day horror film. Is from that's what I gathered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ground, I repeat.
0: Also, Groundhog Day is a horror film,
4: right? Dude, Could you imagine horror. waking up in that,
0: that shit town every day of your Jesus. life?
4: Jesus, that's what Bill <laughs> that Murray shower. Thought.
0: All right, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna be talking about horror for the next month. We're gonna be going to Halloween horror nights. We're gonna be watching Halloween. We're going to have to fit in a Venom review at some point. And y'all know I'm seeing A Star is Born because that shit's got 95% Woo-wee. rotten tomatoes.
4: Dude, I'm seeing that. But
0: before any of that, we're about to have on our guest for tonight, Tommy Avalone. like we said earlier. He is the director of the brand new documentary, The Bill Murray Stories. And uh, we're going to bring him in in just one second.
1: A new documentary premiered last month that seeks
0: to get to the bottom of Bill Murray, The Mythical Man. The list of legendary stories is long. Murray has been spotted dropping in on strangers' bachelor parties, joining their wedding photographs, and taking the mic at their karaoke nights. Chance brushes with one of the most beloved and elusive stars in America.
4: For me, I need to collide with things.
0: Bill Murray spends most of his time at his home in Charleston, South Carolina, where he's become something of an urban folk hero
1: while colliding with people around town.
4: Are you aware, Bill, of the mythology that surrounds you? I don't know what to make of it. It feels kind of nice, you know. People like like you, whatever. But you know, I'm just there's no plan because this exists. This kind of thing exists now. I can't like, go, okay, well, I've got. i I've got to work on my mythology stuff this afternoon. You know, it's like <laughs> you, know, you can't. You can't like. Oh Jesus, what am I doing about my myth, Huh? What am I doing about the myth today? <laughs>
0: You are with our guest for this evening, director of the brand new documentary "The Bill Murray Stories," Tommy Avalone. I think he's in California. I'm pretty sure that's we where he is. We know he's eating pizza. We know he's eating some pizza, so he's got <laughs> he's got a leg up on us already. <laughs> Tommy, how are you, man?
3: Good, good. How are you guys? I, yeah, I, I was adding something that had pizza in it, so I, I had to uh, order pizza. So. Are you doing a documentary
0: on the the fall of Papa John's? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Were you ever a fan of Papa John's? Um I, I I grew up eating a lot of Papa John's. I don't think I would ever say
4: Yeah, not of the man, but of I the mean, pizza maybe. <laughs>
1: the, yeah, maybe not of the man, but of the crust.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: the crust and yeah. the sauce, yes. I, mean,
1: should... I, I dabble in some Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't
3: want you guys to lose sponsorship or anything. like be <laughs> no, wish. No, no. <laughs> I just uh, I never got into their pizza, but I did like their cheese sticks. Okay. You would dig dip into the uh, the garlic. That was fantastic. Yeah. That was good. It's funny. That should be
0: their new slogan. Like we we lost Papa, but the crust is here to stay. Be a fan of the pizza, not the man. Uh, well, so Tommy, are you you are an East Coast person, but you now live on the West Coast? Is that correct?
3: Correct. Yeah, I'm from New Jersey, the like the Philadelphia, New Jersey, not the New York, New Jersey.
0: Okay, okay. Uh,
3: and uh, and we me and my family moved to California about a year ago for better weather and uh, no Eagles
0: fans. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude, there's Eagles fans. What was that movie? Uh, silver linings playbook. The, the yeah. whole storyline about how like, Eagles fans are just complete assholes. Oh, I um, was going to yeah. say Lord of the Rings.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah. That movie. Just guessing. <laughs> um, well that's cool. Yeah. We, we all like it out in uh out in sunny California. I, it's gotta be better weather. Well, that's why you said you moved out there, but,
3: yeah.
0: uh, well, cool, man. Well, like you, we said, you guys are
3: coming out in a year, right? For the uh, Ghostbusters day?
4: FanFest. Yeah, Heck we'll be yeah. out there.
0: Yeah. We're going to try to come out for about a week, so we'll have to uh, share a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you,
3: there's no really big pizza out here. But. Well, you could take us to your Papa John's, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a
0: date. <laughs> um, so, the Bill Murray stories, let's go back to the beginning. Obviously, you're a fan of Bill Murray. You were involved in direct in – produced Ghost Heads. So when did this idea come to you? Like obviously people who listen to our podcast, people know the stories about him showing up at different events at people's weddings and parties. When did it kind of dawn on you that like, hey, this would be a good feature?
3: Well, I, I directed this movie called I Am Santa Claus and, um, and then after that movie came out, I was really started thinking of you know, this Bill Murray movie. Uh, and I thought, you know, here's a person who comes into your life for for one day and kind of changes it forever and you know, disappears. It's much like a, a Santa Claus. So uh, I thought it would, it would be a, a logical next step. And, uh, you know, so we started actually filming it right, right after Santa Claus. We filmed uh, the karaoke story and the kickball story and, um, and some authors of uh, the Big Bad Book of Bill Murray. But when we were promoting Santa, I got a long answer. If that's okay, no, go for uh, it. Please do. <laughs> um, I, I met when we were promoting. we were at New York Comic Con for Santa, and I met Chris Belmont of uh, the New York City Ghostbusters. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, this would be a great idea to interview some like Ghostbuster fans." And I I saw all of these New Jersey Ghostbusters that were near me, um, and then. Just yes, doing a little research, I saw that this guy, Brandon Mertens, was directing this movie called Ghost Heads. Um, and so I was like, hey, you know, we should like help each other out. Like, I'll, I'll interview some of these Ghostbuster people and you give me some of your questions and I'll give you footage. You'll get the Dan Ackroyd and Ivan Reitman before I will. Uh, so maybe we could just like kind of like trade footage. And that was the initial idea. Uh, and then that day I met Tom Gebhardt and I was like, oh, I know how to tell this story. He's a lot like one of our Santa Clauses. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of came on it and was a producer on, on that. Um, and through making Ghost Heads, we met uh, Connecticut Ghostbuster, uh, Raymond, and he was one of our investors and he liked the way Ghost Heads came out. I was like, well, what do you want to do next? And I had this this video like package of stuff we already shot at Bill Murray. Uh, and they're like, yeah, let's let's do that. So that's it. Was kind of like without, I would never have been able to make the Bill Murray stories without making go sense. That's cool. Ray's. Yeah, we
0: uh, Ray's a really good guy. Like we got to know him yeah. uh, pretty well in 2016 when we went out for the the premiere. And uh, I mean, it's got to feel good to be somebody who's like passionate about making these kinds of movies, but like surrounding yourself with people who. Yeah, they're going to put some money into it and they're going to be investors and and all of that. But like they actually have a vested interest in the topics that you're covering.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I text Ray almost every day. Uh, (laughs) You know, we we both have kids, you know, we both, you know, like majority of the same things. Uh, So, yeah, no, I mean, having him kind of enter in our lives through ghost heads has been very, you know, it's like all the Ghostbuster communities, you find like weird friendships in that sort of way. And uh, it's pretty good. Like, you know, he he was a producer on Ghost Heads and uh, the Bill Murray stories and and this new documentary we're doing. Cool. Well, we'll try to get some info on that new
0: documentary. It sounds like there's some pizza in it. That's all, that's all we can get so far.
3: Um, Uh, It's just, it's a completely different story. It's my, my, it's called Waldo and weed. Okay. Uh, Okay. it's, uh, it's my friend, Brian, uh, whose son had eye cancer at six months old, and okay. they started using uh, cannabis oil to counteract the results of his chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. uh, and, he filmed, and he filmed the whole thing. I mean, the kid, Waldo, is four years old now and completely healthy. I mean, that's not like a spoiler or anything like that. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, So we just kind of put all this footage that he filmed with a flip cam and put it together. So it's, it's a little bit different than what we're used to, but it's, it's interesting. Wow,
0: that does sound good. Yeah, when you said Waldo on Weed, I was just thinking of something completely different.
3: I was thinking of how hard it is
0: to find Waldo. I was
4: like, that's why he's always lost. Sober. I'm sure you've heard that.
0: Um, On Weed, you can't find the guy. Uh, Well, cool. So you started kind of putting the footage together. And obviously, I think people don't maybe realize, like, they watch a documentary like this. It's an hour and a half. It's enjoyable. They get the story. But you're working on this for literally years, right?
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I guess collectively, because we had that, that break, because uh, we made Ghost Heads in the middle of it, I'd say it was about like a year and a half for, to make Bill Murray.
0: Okay. And like part of the, we, we're not going to give away too much, um, but like I told you earlier, we all enjoyed it. We all like Bill Murray is kind of a mythical uh, figure. And it'll be interesting, you know, 20, 30 years from now when people look back. He's such a unique character, so it makes sense that there would be a film like this, kind of exploring the you're never going to believe this. Yeah, the
4: untold stories because there's, like, so many things that you can you could watch interviews with him on, like, late night shows, or you can look at YouTube videos, but these are stories being shared by people that you wouldn't normally get to hear from unless you actually, like, met them and interacted with them at a bar or something, so it's really cool to get their slices of life yeah. and their interactions with him, so.
0: Um, so you guys premiered at South by Southwest and what was the reaction once you guys were able to get the film out? Because it seems like there was a lot of like coverage. Like I was kind of seeing it everywhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was great. I mean, that kind of movie does well at South by Southwest. I mean, like it's the audience, you know I mean? So much of some of these Bill Murray stories even happened at South by Southwest events.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: so, we we sold out every uh screening we had like four i'm sorry three different screenings and it was awesome you know like um you know moving from new jersey to california during that time period like we just we just had like the first apartment we could find so like my editing you know computer is like you know in the corner of our bedroom and you're you know kind of just staring at this thing for a quite quite amount of time and they kind of see it in front of like 400 people all laughing at the right spots is a very rewarding situation, you know? Yeah. You, yeah. You can't, you can't hear me eating pizza, can you? no maybe yeah. i don't wish. know it's fine we're we keep it as loose
0: as possible yeah. if i cared about that i'd have to kick all of us off the show yeah, i'm literally eating
4: uh, peeps right now so it's fine it, it, we,
1: it's a game for us to try to say how quiet we can eat during the show <laughs> you can snack quietly it's
0: our only time to eat dinner um yeah. oh yeah you That's are funny. eating peeps mm-hmm, i am uh i don't want that chicken. Okay. sorry
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so cool. So you guys debuted at South by Southwest. Now, like you said, Bill Murray, like he's known to kind of hang around Austin a little bit. Was it kind of in the back of your head that maybe he could show up at one of these screenings?
3: I mean, the possibility was there because he was actually at South by Southwest, I want to say two or three days after he premiered. Um, the, he was with the uh, new Wes Anderson movie, oh uh, the dog one. I, love I love dogs, dogs. Yeah. 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 So he was there, like uh, reading poetry out in front of some hotel. So oh, he yeah. was there. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, would he ever come to the thing? No. Like I joked around about this idea where, like, the only way Bill Murray would do this, like, like the Hollywood version of this, is like the movie screens, people like it, they're like applauding or whatever. And He's in the audience, like in the back, you know. Right. And only I, and only I can see him. And yeah. He, and, he, and he gives me the thumbs up, and then just disappears. You know. Uh, that's, yes.
0: That's the Hollywood ending.
3: That's like I the little
1: like daydream. Thought I like of that, that every night, yeah. right? I feel like if he's expected to be there, he's not going to be there. Like it was yeah. kind of same thing, like when we were all at the the Ghostbuster premiere, like. Everybody is like, "All right, is Bill Murray going to be here?" It's like, of course he's not going to be here. (laughs) He's he's not going to be here because he knows people are looking for him here, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Yeah,
1: it it always amazes me that he shows (laughs) up. I'm
0: sorry, you you know who was there though? Who? Pete Mosen. He (laughs) certainly was. He was. was. (laughs) Woo! I made it. All right, we got to talk. You know what? I wasn't going to bring it up. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Sidebar. Sidebar, we have to. Um, Pete Mosen's in Ghost Heads. Everybody knows Pete Mosen. He's kind of had a major heel turn, it feels like, in the community. <laughs>
2: I would agree.
0: Um,
3: oh, yeah, Todd, I think you know. We're all wrestling fans, so yeah. we can talk wrestling yeah, I speak. That picture was new: Diamond Dallas, Paige, Razor Ramon, and Big uh, TV, uh, Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Totally. Um, we're all, we're, God, we're all over the place. We're all going to Orlando in a couple of weeks. I don't know if you've ever been to a Hogan's Beach shop, but it's kind of a no.
3: no I haven't yet. You got to check you it gotta out. Go.
0: It's it's uh, you can buy a signed Hulk Hogan bandana for sixty bucks. That's just that's a deal. <laughs> that's a deal. Everything a deal. in the store is signed by Hulk Hogan. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, I don't know. We don't have to go too in depth about it, but were you kind of like you're not. You're kind of you're involved in the Ghostbusters community, but you're you're not like in the trenches. So how much no. of the the drama do you see or do you not pay? Are you dragged into it at all or are you just kind of say, whatever, I did my thing and I have no time for that.
3: Yeah. I mean, a lot of times like because it's, it's half and half. One, I'm not too smart with technology, <laughs> uh, so like I don't know how to like constantly keep up with things. Uh, and two like you know with all our docs I kind of like dip into the world and peace out you know like I can't I can't really uh invest too much of my time afterwards or else I just I'm in too many things
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. uh, but I, you know I do get since raising it and since Tom will text me like I'll I'll hear about these things but I do know like I have heard of the heel turn and it's uh it's quite a it's quite a turn it's quite <laughs> a yes, turn indeed. it's ghost, just
1: it, ghost heads part two
3: yeah.
4: yeah, we the aftermath. aftermath. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I would love to see that. Uh, we 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 actually don't. Pete, Mo, talk. Pete Mosen has a beard in this one. He's got his
3: NWOs, black and white <laughs> NWO colors on. He's just spreading the ghost symbol on people's backs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just just. Taking chair
0: shots to the community. I think
4: community. it's a good
0: idea. I don't know. It's weird. Listen, people. You know, people do this stuff for different reasons and have different expectations. And we we could probably have a whole podcast just covering drama in the uh, the community. But P. Mosen was at the premiere. Uh, my fa- there, there, I'll just tell the story. Uh, at one point, he was uh, signing autographs. Like, uh, oh my god, like well, who
3: is- them, did he like he asked people to ask for autographs? Or, like, uh, I don't
0: know. there's like a subset of the community that really I don't know. People, listen, if you get into Ghostbusters, you hear about Pete Mosen, it's kind of cool. Oh, this is the longtime guy, but he was kind of set, set up like signing autographs, and then they kind of like were like, hey man, you can't be here. Like, he was like on the wrong side <laughs> of the gate. Oh, my <laughs> so, uh, it's whatever, but anyway. Yeah. So, the Bill Murray stories.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I really let, me like you, let me ask you a question. Go for it. So, I mean, since, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming a, a large chunk of your audience is the Ghostbusters community.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, uh, the PKA surge, you know, these, these awards and all that stuff. What does, like, you guys give awards at PKA surge, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does one have to do to win an award that's, like, I would think... That making a documentary about Ghostbuster fans and all that stuff. Are we? People are listening to like an award of some kind. I was a little hurt. Oh. Oh. Running of any kind. <laughs>
4: Listen, we, go, we know the guy who makes them, so we're going to talk to <laughs> yeah. him. Right, we're going to get him girl? on the show
3: now.
0: The PKE Surge yeah. Awards. Uh, the the honest answer is that PKE Surge was started about ten years ago by guys in the community uh, that are. We're in the movie that we're not in the movie <laughs> that, that's the best way to put it that's the best way to put, it, right? way to put mm-hmm. it you know what it is there's a second Ghostbusters documentary that been, they've been working on for 25 years and we're waiting to see how that one turns out <laughs> God, we're going to get in all sorts of trouble for this episode yeah, oh, yeah Jesus. Jesus Christ Z. Um
3: it's a big heel fan
0: <laughs> Tommy's like orchestrating the, the, the YHS heel, heel turn, turn. Like what's going to happen after this episode um, so what happens, okay, so a big part of the movie is <laughs> the phone number, right? So everybody knows yeah. about the 1-800 number. hmm In the movie, you capture yourself, like, making the phone call five, six, seven times. So in actuality, how many times did you leave voicemails on that line?
3: Um... I would say 13. Dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in fairness, I believe some of them might have been calls for ghost heads.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Capture. He's probably got, this guy's hit me. Hey, I've got a new project.
3: Like, he just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that one, we got another one. Well, yeah, yeah. I think I might have tried one or two. I know Lee might have tried for ghost heads more. I might have mentioned it once or twice. I tried to keep them separate. Um... But, uh, yeah. Oddly enough, uh, his his number is not active anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh.
3: Yeah. Maybe he's moved on to a
0: 1-900 number. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe. Like, if you're going to call, you got to pay $3 a minute. <laughs> I mean, like, we, we – uh, Joel Murray is in our movie as well. And let me say that Joel Murray is actually – like, he watched it and enjoyed it. So, um, but, like – you know he I talked to him at, like off camera about the one hundred number. I shouldn't even say off camera. We talked to him about it before the movie he didn't use it. Um, but he said he still has the number. He doesn't do it too much anymore because he has a cell phone now. and like you know he only got a cell phone to like Texas his, his kids. So like I think I felt like that one hundred number was only a matter of time before it went under. Uh, oh. thankfully, it was around one. 1- uh we were making the movie. Uh, um but yeah, I just someone I knew who had it randomly called it about like two weeks ago and it it was disconnected and I thought, Oh well that's that's interesting. Oh that's yeah.
4: uh mm. that could be yeah. breaking
3: why YHS- yeah, it just that's our plans. Yeah, Wait a
4: there goes our night.
3: Hold on, we
0: we now have an official YHS exclusive News story. Fit. Bill Murray's one eight hundred number no longer exists. You can't. We're know. gonna get in the Hollywood Reporter tomorrow with that information. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still. I'm gonna try. You My, re- I'm you really are with, trying. I'm like one day deadline's gonna report on what we say.
2: <laughs> They're going to.
0: Um, so cool. So you premiered at South by Southwest. The reaction was really good. Now you're rolling out screenings. It's going to have limited uh, release in – it looks like you guys are adding a bunch of dates now.
3: Um, Yeah, we just played played a week in Chicago, and I think it's extending in Chicago. It did really well. We played a couple in Dallas, Fort Worth, and Houston. Uh, We're about to play Philly next week. Um, We're doing a lot of Canadian uh, screenings. Uh, I think we'll do one in New York and L.A., I believe. I'm hoping to get one in Georgia. I think we have one in South Carolina. I'm going to London next week to play it at, at some festival. Well, that's so what it is.
2: It. Yes.
3: Yeah, um, you know, we've gotten to go a lot of places to interview these people. And then on the flip side, kind of return to some of these places to play the movie. Uh, so it's it's been a great thing. And, like, you know, um, we were able to interview, you know, some of the the bigger stories, like, uh, him doing dishes at a party in St. Andrews, or um, you know, that South by Southwest house party. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, that was probably my favorite one. Like when the band's
0: playing and the cops show up, and it's just like yeah.
4: they're just like okay. If you're a cop
0: and you're called for a noise complaint, and you walk in and Bill Murray is like sitting with the band. Like you had to have to be such an asshole to do anything other than just enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, don't be the yeah. cop who shut down the Bill Murray party. <laughs> yeah. Right,
3: right. And then, like, the funny thing about it, thank you. That is um about the, the the interesting thing is um we were able to get like footage of something like that that house party stuff. Like, there's a video of it online from the the band playing, but like clips of him like hanging out with kids and like I shouldn't say kids. I uh, have him hanging out with like uh like people like eating lasagna or drinking beer. Like you know, I was never online, so they were very nice and was able to give us some of that footage.
0: That's really cool. Yeah.
3: I love seeing that stuff because like
0: I think it was the first episode, maybe first or second episode we ever did of Yes Have Some was that story about Bill Murray like throwing some guy's cell phone <laughs> off yeah. the top off a yes. restaurant or something. And like for every twenty great Bill Murray stories you hear, sometimes you hear about the cranky ones. But you gotta imagine that. It's only like that if somebody's just being an asshole.
3: Like if that's how you know you're a well-rounded individual. You know, like, how many, like, I'm like, i like, I'm sure, like I can't imagine like having the attention that Bill Murray has on myself, and how many bad stories would probably have come out. And I'm a good person. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah right. Exactly. No, we understand. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, that's
0: why we just watched. Uh, have you seen the? Uh, Won't you what be would my you? neighbor? That's the, what I was going to say. Mr. Mr. Rogers documentary. Yeah. Like. We just watched that. It was it was really great and well done. It it is amazing. Like you would think by now, there would be something about Mister Rogers that some like. There's just there just seems like there's nothing. Mm -hmm. Like he was like a pure good person, and like you don't get a lot of those. So that's kind of off topic too.
3: But um, no, I mean, but you know, it's but Mister Rogers, although very nice and like they couldn't say anything bad about him, was also never like. Camera phones on him like twenty four hours a day. Yeah. You know, you're, right. you're, you're gonna you're gonna break at one point, you know. And if, I want to see if, the iPhone footage of Mister
0: Rogers going nuts at a subway, like <laughs> screaming at somebody about uh, a sandwich.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just uh, I can't I can't imagine um what my behavior would be like. You know, like just it's got to be frustrating.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think. Oh. Okay. Yes, have some poll. Out of the three of us, who would handle Spotlight the best and worst?
4: <laughs> um, oh, boy. I think, Craig, you're probably the best. Obviously. I feel like between Jake and I, we're both the worst. Because <laughs> I would be having altercations at the gas station when they're out of coffee, like every morning. I want, so yeah. I don't think I, I can handle say it. Abby.
3: <laughs> I feel like I'd have
4: some moments, yeah.
0: Oh, God. Would, uh, do you guys get recognized for the movie at all? From Ghost Heads? yeah yeah it's it's
4: happened it's
0: happened the weirdest was uh randomly at a waffle house like here these people were traveling and they had like a long layover in atlanta and we were just eating waffle house and like it was kind of one of those things like it was midnight neither one of us were like ready to converse with anybody uh i didn't have my makeup on
4: i didn't (laughs) And, and
0: uh this this guy was like, hey, are you guys in Ghost Heads? And we were just like, fuck. Yes. This is great, but and, 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 he was super nice and he was like, can I get a picture? And I could just see Abby's face like, no!
4: Yeah. Not a picture! <laughs>
3: yeah. and, then, and then she threw this phone off the roof. Yeah, and then she threw <laughs> yeah. his
4: phone. Got That's to the top of the Waffle House.
3: You're like, sorry, I was inspired <laughs> by Sorry, I have graduation. to do this.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> so,
3: well, let me ask you guys. So, like, um, you know, how did how was the response? Like, I mean, we if we had more time in like in a different world, I would love to have actually come to Georgia and filmed you guys and paid more attention to you guys. So it was a little bit more well rounded story opposed to like you know doing these interviews through Skype for the movie. But like, what was your reaction like giving us your time and then seeing it put together like? I mean, you can tell me negative or positive, but did you enjoy seeing your guys' story on on the the film?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, anytime you have, like, when you're focusing on a fandom, you're going to get the the gamut of reactions, um, positive and negative. So (laughs) personally, what I've always said is, like, I think – it's more Abby's story than mine, but it is our story. I think it's a really unique story. And I think it was, we've talked about on the podcast, it was an mm-hmm. honest portrayal of like what we went through and like why Ghostbusters is important to us. Yeah.
4: And it took mm-hmm. a good progression, like trajectory of like our life. I really, I enjoyed it and I was proud to be a part of it. And I really liked the opportunity to, that I got to share my story like I did. So, um, and I've had a lot of people reach out it's still on reach out to me on Facebook saying that, you know, it touched them or that they quit drinking or quit, you know, something or found sobriety and that this was something that inspired them and that they got into another whatever franchise, be it Ghostbusters or Star Wars or collecting. Um, And that's definitely something that makes me feel good. and inspires me. Um, And then this podcast, honestly, like a lot of the people who listen to it found I don't, I don't want to say all of them, but a lot of people did know about us through yeah. Ghost Head, so it's been, like, a really awesome thing in general. So, yeah.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, like, as far as, like, like, when when you look at the movie, you are looking at, like, even though there's kind of a narrative that goes throughout you're you're looking at individual people's stories and like i think yeah. that's that's the coolest thing about any fandom is like people come from all walks of life and go through you know different experiences so um and that's it's really hard to capture just a little slice of it and and kind of like you know Put it out there in in a, a way that's accurate. So I can't speak for anybody else involved. Yeah. But I know for, for us, like it was an accurate portrayal of, you know, our life. And, and like I tell people, like, uh I think the whole thing, like when we got engaged and all that, like that was all like that just that's something we did. Yeah,
2: that was separate. that's not
0: like nobody reached out was like, hey, we want you guys to do this thing for a Ghostbusters documentary. Like that was just a thing that, like, you guys were like, hey, can we use that? Like, we're like, of yeah. course. So, yeah. yeah.
3: Um, but You know, Abby, you're the only person in the movie that we had to bleep out. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> Dude! <laughs> oh, but that makes me so happy. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How many F words? It's, yeah. It's it, was, it was
3: just one. It, oh. I think, I, I forget what it was. It's like, like it's during the proposal. It's like <laughs> during the proposal. Okay.
4: okay. She's, She's like, like you're a Fuck leader. no!
3: He's- like, silence it for, mm-hmm. for a bit. You know? <laughs> yeah, I
4: think I remember what you're talking about. Okay, cool.
3: Um,
4: but yeah, I mean... Yeah. I
3: like Because, yeah, like, you know, in a perfect world, like, I mean, me and Derek talk about this from time to time. Um, Derek's the guy who sh- shot the movie and is my producing partner. Uh, and, you know, we're like... Because we, we kind of came in in this different uh, way for Ghost Heads. And, um, uh, you know, it, the movie by Brendan's design... Was a submit your own footage sort of documentary, you know? Um, right. But like, but we were on the ground floor with Tom because we lived right like near him. So there's a lot of kind of like following Tom with like a little bit better. I mean, you, you can only shoot yourself in a, in a certain way. You should, You can only film yourself in a certain way. You can only uh, shoot yourself in a couple different
2: ways.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you know, I mean. We we always talked about like what we would have done if we had more time and maybe from the beginning and like like what characters will we start because I remember we were rushing to get a a version of the movie to play at Tribeca and I asked Brendan to edit this like a montage sequence and then he put your stuff in, uh, Abby. And I had not seen that before and I was like, Well what what, what are we doing here? What we <laughs> we need to get more footage of this, you because know, I thought that was an interesting story. Um oh, nice. And, you know, looking back, I would love to have actually gone to Georgia and follow you guys. So you didn't have to just like, you know, film each other at Toys R Us. (laughs) Yeah, we did that. We got some
4: looks. uh, Fake podcast. Yeah. We did a fake podcast. But you know, like, it's,
0: um, it's interesting, like, when you... There's not a whole lot of, like, precedence for those kind of movies. Like, you have... Sorry, Abby just took a bit, a bite, and some chocolate, and she's making a face like it's not very good. Uh,
4: (laughs) It's a dinosaur egg. It's it's good. good. It's good. Uh, um,
0: There's nothing wrong with eating a whole pizza. I might do that tonight. Mm
4: -hmm. Um, I've been writing the word pizza down. Four spices and
3: two mozzarella
4: sticks. (laughs) That sounds (laughs) so good. Yes,
0: that sounds good. And now the chocolate's rolling around my keyboard.
4: It's like a Nestle Crunch bar. It's so good. Um, You've got Trekkies, which is
0: kind of a polarizing movie. I think people who watch Trekkies, it's like, if you're in the Star Trek community, you're like, fuck that movie. And if you're not in it, you're like, this is great. So it's kind of hard. Cause I thought, I thought ultimately Ghost Heads was a pretty honest portrayal of different people within the community. But there's only so, you can't, you can't get everybody's story. You just can't. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you just kind of have to like,
4: Especially if they're all submitting it on like you know, right. especially if everybody's, of film. everybody's story yeah, is, exactly. I
0: like Ghostbusters. I watched <laughs> it a lot. Yeah. Right. Here's my toy collection. Now
3: I'm shitting on it. God, what is happening?
4: I'm I'm not <laughs> having a heel turn. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I mean, I, again, I'm not saying anything bad about Ghostbusters, but I have, I actually never got to talk to you guys about the the aftermath of it all. You know, not that there was like this aftermath, but like, um, you know, it's I always find it interesting to follow people's lives and tell them, tell their story and then see what they thought of someone else's uh, version of that, you know, because you know, you, you can only have, I guess, a certain view of your own life and your your own story. But when someone else then tells that, I always find it interesting that like, Oh, how'd you think? How'd you think I did? Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: like I said, I mean, the footage was not doctored or edited in any kind of way. Like you, you hear that about sometimes with documentaries, like people are like, yeah, they filmed us. And when it came out, they just told whatever story they wanted to tell. Yeah. And it wasn't, uh, yeah.
3: Um, that was not the case. Like at all.
4: No, it felt completely my, respectful. My, my yeah. Thing,
3: there was a ghostbusters fan uh, right after Tribeca that like, like, I don't know, like I, I felt good for Tom because like Tom had this like good, good like, you know, it, it was a lot more Tom in. They tried back a thing and, like, you know, he was happy and everything like that. And someone just like crapped on him the day after. It was like, you know, this shouldn't be ghost heads. It should be ghost head, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the movie should be like this, this, and this. And, like, you know, I never try to like respond to that stuff, but I got so angry. I just sent him a link to a video camera and I said, make your own movie. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Dude,
0: and yes. That's probably there, one of our friends. Yes.
4: We probably well, know that person. There are people who make the yeah. movies, and there are people who comment. And it's just like, yeah. which one are you? So, fuck it. Yeah,
3: I'm just so happy with that response, though. Yeah.
4: God damn it. Yeah. I mean, listen.
0: it's We're all obsessed with Ghostbusters. There's something very wrong with all of us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the same ones didn't make the cut. Uh-huh. Yeah. God.
4: I'm totally joking. I'm no, totally
3: you you know, you're,
0: we are not normal. There's no, I'm, I'm sitting in our <laughs> toy room right now. I'm like, this is not normal. Yeah, not exactly. Normal. I should pay my bills. This is not. Normal.
1: Um, <laughs> but
0: yeah, man, I think it's cool. I think like the one come, I've had in-depth conversations about ghost heads with lots of people. Some people really like it. Some people don't like it. The one thing I always say is like, Take a step outside of the fact that you're part of the community. This movie is more for somebody who's scrolling through Netflix who wants to take a peek into a world that they know nothing about.
1: Oh, yeah. That's true. And, and I, I, I've come to notice that those kind of people always love it. It's like the only kind of people you hear kind of complaining are the people in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody I've talked to that are like friends of mine, but don't do this kind of thing or aren't in the ghostbusters community, they all think it's really cool. They they're always excited about it, and they usually like everyone's got really good things to say about it. So it's just like it's a bit of your perspective and. What side of the you know street you are? On. Yeah,
4: yeah, I get it. Like if you, you submitted
1: a bunch of footage and told everybody you were going to be in a documentary,
0: and then it came out and you weren't in it, it's like, <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, then you're here. There's going to be backlash from those people. Then, yeah,
1: then you're a liar, and your friend should disown you.
4: <laughs> hey, I'm
1: very proud to be in one still shot that flies by nah. on the Netflix hey, screen. You know what? That's one of my favorite still shots. Hey, you know one of my
0: favorite things is the, the fake music that Netflix plays mm-hmm. during the – like oh, when yeah. you hover over it. Like all movies Wait. have it now, but it's like – it makes me laugh because like, it kind of sounds like something that could be in Ghostbusters, but it's like not. <laughs> um, Wait, what fake music? Well, I think it might actually be in the movie too. But it's like you know when you scroll through Netflix and you like hover over something. Yeah. It, it plays music now. Oh, but weird. It, but it does it for everything, and it's never anything actually from the movie. It's, oh, just, it's like, just
1: some random like stock Netflix mm-hmm. music. Yeah. Huh. I'll yeah. oh, check that out. It's worth
0: out. a listen. Oh, so,
3: so I got another question for you.
0: Go for it. I'm so glad
3: we were on Tommy's podcast.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what, what are some of your top favorite wrestlers right now? This is for everyone here. Whoa. Right now?
4: Ronda Rousey. What did you say? I said Ronda Rousey. Well, even though they're using her in a kind of weird way. Yeah.
0: Um, Current products. I mean, I really like. I've always liked Seth Rollins. I I think they kind of. I feel like if he was like able to just do his own thing and not be kind of trapped in like the whole Shield reunion thing and just let him go be like a monster babyface, I think Seth Rollins could be like the biggest guy in the company. Um, I would really like to see. Uh, them just kind of get away from the whole big man, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns thing and just let some of these, like, I don't know, uh, like obviously Zack Ryder, he was, uh, yeah. uh, like he just launched a podcast, him and Kurt Hawkins, yeah. where they talk about wrestling figures. And they both are so charismatic and so funny and just natural. And I'm like, it just sucks that the guys like that aren't getting the opportunity to like show what they can do uh, on a larger scale. And, like, they're just doing their own thing, and it's, like, some of the most entertaining stuff I've heard in a long time. So I don't know if that's really an answer.
3: I really like what Cody Rhodes is doing, but it has nothing oh, to do with No, I don't know much about it because I've always just watched WWE, and that's about it. Uh, even, like, when WCW was hot, like, I would just watch the NWO parts and bail out. Um, but, uh, but I you know, I see the pictures on Instagram, and it looks like he's doing a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I, I think uh, –
0: Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, like they're gonna, um, they're gonna maybe create something to to finally have like a a secondary brand that could compete with WWE for the first time in a long time. But we'll see. Either they just want to do their own thing. I think they want to do their own thing, but I think like anybody, like they're 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 all kind of self made right now, and like. It would be cool to see wrestlers start an organization and just kind of like grow it like grassroots and, and build like a really big following. I think that'd be really cool. But to be completely honest, like the the current product is like I was watching Raw the other night and I'm just like fast forwarding through most of it. Like it just kind of it just doesn't hold my attention. Like I feel like it should.
3: Yeah, I, I like I like the Becky Lynch heel turn. Um, yeah, she's great. I, I like. Love, well. uh, I wish Kevin Owens would be more more of a thing um but yeah well, I'm, I think the, I, yeah I think yeah like but they kind
0: of like suppress everybody I don't know it's weird yeah. I don't know uh, I never want to be the guy who's like I could get in there and write a better Monday Night Raw but I no, I, think I, think I think I could do could. It. I think I could do it
3: but then we'd just be like the same guys who trash ghost heads
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can make
3: it better. It'd be two hours
0: of me on my iPhone 6 talking about Ghostbusters 2 and
3: why pink slime's better than green slime. And why Ernie Hudson needed a mustache for the second one. God, they
0: always, like, every, somebody always asks that question, like panels and stuff. It's like, get over it. He, have, he had a mustache. He didn't have
3: one. It was five years later. It, just, it took me way too long to realize that he didn't have a mustache. I was like, something's up. Something's different. <laughs> that's not the same guy. I remember the last guy. Um.
0: Well, cool, man.
3: So, what happens next? DVD, Blu ray? That's going to be coming out yeah. soon? So, um, the Bill Murray Stories Life Lessons Learned from a Mythical Man uh, is on pre order now. Um, I know you're thinking, why pre-order? But for some reason, if we get good pre-order numbers, it's better for us. So pre-order right away. Uh, And uh, it comes out October 26th uh, on iTunes. And then DVD and Blu-ray on October 30th. We have a ton of special features. uh, The story about making the movie, commentary tracks, played scenes, extended interviews with like Peter Farrelly and uh, uh, Joel Murray. Peter Mosen, sorry. (laughs) I mean, like, look, I liked my time with Peter Mosen was good. You know, I mean, I I I respect what he's done. It's it's very funny to watch from afar. You know, like, so I think like all
0: after I read all of his Facebook posts, I examine them like I'm like a forensics person. I'm looking for clues. I really think that he feels that he should be a paid ambassador for the franchise and that anything having to do with Ghostbusters, he should be getting a paycheck for and should be promoting.
3: That's what he feels. I mean, that is why delusion is a wonderful thing to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just
0: throw this out there. If we can raise some money to get a documentary just about him – where he then we put an hour and a half doc about P Mosen and then he comes out and says Didn't he say something? He was like, I didn't like like he's in the movie, he's in Ghost Heads a lot, but what he talks about is how you didn't use the footage you said you were going to use or you you shot it wrong. Like what what are his actual complaints? It's kinda of, cause it's like you're at his house with a film crew, he knows he's being filmed, like what was he expecting?
3: Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know. You know, I mean I know everything he said was Weird. Uh, and and, and, and one, I, my, the one thing that I can remember that he said was, and we, we had to do craft services, you know, which his wife was a very nice person, has made of sandwiches. And that's like, and I, I guess that's considered craft services. Oh, yeah. that was you, crafty. Did you uh, partake in
1: those pink meats? <laughs>
3: yeah. What? Wow. You had a Sammy? I mean, Pete, Peter Mosen and his wife were very very nice to us. Yeah, something happened in the middle. I'm not sure, but they were very very nice to us, and oh. they put that food out, and it was delicious. You know, what I mean, like we, especially that movie, it was a very low budget. I mean, it was just the Kickstarter and uh, uh, you know the Indiegogo. Uh, so we're and we're, we're never bringing food to someone's hour long or two hour interview. You know, that's right, not, right. not the way things work you know mm-hmm. it's it's like three people and then the morale you know mm-hmm. well peter moses is hungry and he's hungry now
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: i mean I, I was happy for the sandwiches and i'll be grateful to this day because it's you know it's these you know kind moments that someone uh gives but you know uh and it made for i thought interesting video with tom and it's I don't know great it, yes yeah. it's great but, I love. I mean, I'm not sure if you're seeing a pattern here. Uh, if you watch Santa, I know you watch ghost heads and Bill Murray, but I love shots of people eating. So funny. I actually have, <laughs> I have, a, yeah. I have an Instagram. I have an Instagram uh, Instagram account called Pictures of People Eating. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's just very funny to me. In uh, ghost Ghosthead's, you know, the one Ghostbuster in Toronto that just slammed down a burger. Oh, yeah. I love that part. Yeah. I love it. I, I you're, you're answering a lot of questions
1: here. You're yeah, solving yes. a lot of These mysteries. Are People are asked. always like, why is this in the movie?
2: <laughs> oh, it
1: made me laugh really, really hard. <laughs> but, dude, uh, listen. Well,
0: there you have it. There's So, like, wh- whether or not you – I'm just going to put this out there because this is fact. The Pete Mose and Tom Gebhardt dinner scene is the most talked – like, it is. Everybody in the community talks about it all really of the time. Lie. Yeah. There's they just I think it's for the same reasons that you like it, but <laughs> it's <Yeah>. it's <laughs> but they don't articulate it that way. It's just it, right. it just feels like like an honest slice Like the
1: Texas chains on
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: It's just kind of peculiar, but anyways, at Dragon Con every year, people in the Ghostbusters community always Try to outdo each other with the most obscure
4: inside joke, inside
0: joke costumes, and a friend of ours, Patrick. I'll send you the pictures dressed up as pink deli meats. Uh,
4: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) How do you do that? And
0: there was a T-shirt going around for a while that said "Pink Meats for Mosin." So, (laughs) so we're like I said, we're all weird. We're yeah. just it's weird.
3: Pay attention to the color of the meats. You know, uh,
0: <laughs>
3: I just, my my favorite is when uh, I guess it's Pete uh, is going for a piece of meat. Uh, and like, mom helps him and he goes,
2: Teamwork.
3: Like that's, <laughs> not, that, that's,
0: that's my love the movie. I love it too. I love it too. We've all watched it,
2: Dude. we probably watch it too
0: much. Tommy, you That's know so what? Funny. Our friend Zach is—he's a dear friend of ours, and he watches. He—he he literally knows every line of Ghost Heads. so we're gonna have to get him a signed DVD or something. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. He's a big fan. He—he, I—I he,
0: uh, I love this. Uh, we could probably go on for hours. We should do a follow up where we should do a Ghost Heads Ask Me Anything where everybody yeah, could just that, submit
4: that's a good idea. their
0: most oh, yeah. pondered questions and Tommy could come on and, and tackle them in a candid format.
3: <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, I, hopefully I'm not saying anything bad about it. You know I mean? Uh, you know, we put a lot of hard work into it. and I, I, I like to think that we did the best we could, uh, with it. Uh, but I do find that very funny that, that that particular scene, because a lot of, I guess like Derek and, you know, my wife will help me put some of this stuff together and, I think there was sometimes questions on why I wanted to put uh the food eating thing. it's been two years, so I, I don't really quite remember uh, what if there was any questions about it, but like to me, like I think food and eating is like such a like kind of like bonding sort of thing. Like I don't know, like for Santa we used eating because like he was by himself and it was kinda like sad, you know? And uh, and in Ghost Heads, it was this like weird like Tom is the new Pete Mosin in some sense where like he's like well he's trying to be like you know in in all positive ways you know Um, so it was like they're kind of like together you know like you know Tom looked up to his father uh, I'm sorry his grandfather who introduced Mm -hmm. him to Ghost Heads Uh, and I feel like Tom whether he'll say it or not like I feel like there's some sort of connection there with Mosin that kind of fills that spot so like to us like that was like kind of like an idea there, you know, a, mm-hmm. a thought. Um, but man, I'll tell you, it is, and even even Bill Murray too? The Bill Murray stories movie. Uh, we, you know, we just a scene in the ballpark and someone just loving a hot dog. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I just, uh, I just need to find my next uh, food eating scene uh, for the the new movie. So we'll just have to keep that going. Yes,
4: I mean. Just do a food voyeurism documentary. I like it. It's <laughs> a good idea. Uh, well,
3: you know, I used to work in radio in Philadelphia, and we would do this thing called Wing Ball, uh, and we always like talked about like like it was it was the one part of the job where no one liked to do except for me because it was so funny for me to watch these grown men like doing eating contests and then failing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: I love seeing people just fucking fail.
0: well <laughs> that's, that's- <laughs> no, you know, it, I mean, it sounds like you've got, you're on to something because, because the burger scene and the, the, the deli meat scene is it's, we talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. We've consi- we've, we've, we've had in-depth conversations. Other
4: people are into it. Yeah. Is what we're saying. So.
3: You're onto but something. I'm like, feeling the way I talk about it and the way you guys talk about it when I'm not around might be too different. No.
4: <laughs> no. No. We like it.
3: No. Um listen. I love
2: <laughs>
0: No, no, no. Seriously. I love like this is really fun because like when you put these like you probably like you're doing interviews for Bill Murray and you do interviews for Ghosts and stuff, but like you probably get a lot of the same kind of line of questioning so we can we can take a different approach and, and get some at least it's probably not as boring for you I mean although I do think it was cool you did that you've been doing oh it was Bill Murray who actually talked about the documentary he was like on ABC or something and they they actually asked him about the film that's pretty cool
3: yeah it was the, the Today Show
0: I've heard of that that's a good one Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. yeah
3: yeah I think the way it was like they brought it up to him that he you know he, you know you're the subject of this documentary he's like yeah they asked me to be in it but that's that's the sort of movie i'll do when i pass away i believe that was the line and i you know i think that was like a very bill murray like response like you know he's not gonna he almost didn't show up to the mark twain awards like he doesn't want to be honored in certain ways you know um so like i completely understand and you know like when we were calling we didn't want bill to be like to like to us like Bill Murray is a real person, but these Bill Murray stories was Bigfoot. And that's how we approached it. We were like, we're making a Bigfoot documentary on these Bill Murray stories. Um, so there was never a case of, like, you know, if you can have access to Bigfoot and have him sit down for an interview, well, why would you do that? You're destroying the magic. Right. You know, you're not going to be like, hey, man, so what's with the woods? You know, like, you're just not yeah. going to ask those questions. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, what
0: – yeah, I completely agree. Like, there's that show finding Bigfoot. The day they find him, show's that, show's mm-hmm. that show's done. That show's done. Because it's yeah. about the hunt and the mystery. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, what would no, you do? You're not going to ask Bill Murray. So this party 12 years ago,
3: why did you go? <laughs> like how, and, yeah. let's, and let's say he answers. Like Then, like, that's the most unmagical, un like, a movie with no feeling. You know, like, you know, we mm-hmm. – in some sense we try to capture some sort of emotion and let you walk up like and have you walk out of the movie in the in feeling a particular way, you know? So I, I like to think we can kind of present that sort of magic, you know, like with, with the Santa Claus documentary, you know, you're know, you saying, okay, well, Santa's not real, but this is why it matters. It's like these people who try their best to like withhold this legend up, you know, and that, that's the magic, you know? Um, yeah, and it's just like, and the same thing with Ghost Heads in some sense, where it's like, here's a movie that was made in like what 1984, yeah, uh, and and it's changed people's lives so much so that it it shows it makes people the reason they connect. It helps you with with your issues, you know. It's like it's a this becomes this crazy magical thing for something that it wasn't intended to be, you know. So it's just you know, it's just, yeah. I'm sorry, rambling, but like that's no, the idea. I like it. We get it. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when you fill in those blanks, it takes the mystery away. It's better to, like, leave things open ended. We're big fans of the show Lost. And, like, the moment they started explaining all the mysteries on that island, it wasn't good to us anymore. You know what I mean? You got to leave stuff open ended. It's very good.
3: Like, it'd be like the Ghost Heads movie being like, so we made this movie and it came out. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and. and, and,
0: Yeah. And I, I think, like, I've seen Dan Aykroyd interviews for the last 30 years. I know what he's going to say about Ghostbusters. So it's like I think that the, the stories, uh, like I said, they run the gamut all over the place. You've got people with families who are into it. You've got people who are single, people living with their parents, people who only like the new movie. Like, And that's the best part about fandom is like it does bring people together from all sorts of uh, walks of life. And actually, you can kind of just say like everybody likes Bill Murray – you don't meet anybody who doesn't like Bill Murray, so yeah. I think that you're going to see a very positive reception going forward for the for the new movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure.
3: Yeah, and, and we kept the movie uh, positive, you know, like we 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 showed like you know the smiles and everyone's faces that he does. You know, it's just like a you know we just tried to to you know show the magic he creates.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Well, you did a great job. We we all really loved it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I definitely.
4: It.
0: I recommend everybody pre-order, get yes. it on DVD and Blu-ray. If it's playing in, where can they find uh, the information on oh. screenings and stuff?
3: So yeah, so the dot com that would be our website, and we, uh, you know, it's a uh, got the poster on the left, the trailer on the right. and You scroll down, there's screenings. So
4: nice, <laughs> cool. You know, cool Sometimes
3: through cool. the cell phones, he doesn't. It's not like mobile friendly, so you just have to let them know that the screenings below. Yeah, okay.
4: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: go to. Go to the site,
0: check it out. I want to see it on a big screen. I think that we, I yeah, know. Yeah, I hope
4: that Georgia showing happens. Yeah, That'd we, be we, talk. we, too. Talked
0: about, we talked about trying to get something going on in Atlanta. Um, we've got some theaters here. I think would be per- perfect for it. Um, well, cool, man. We really appreciate you stopping by and like literally yeah. anytime mm-hmm. you want to hop on and, and just you know talk about
4: wrestling with Craig. <laughs> talk about
0: wrestling with me or. Talk about, yeah. or we could do that Q and A. We talk that we fl- that I floated out. Yeah, um, I like yeah.
4: that. Let's get the whole cast back together. Whatever gets me Same a
0: PKE Surge Award, I'm down. Hey, got it. I will put it this way: Hey, we can get you a PKE Surge Award. That can happen. But you know, remember, like on on, uh,
3: I just don't want. To, I want to win it.
0: You're gonna win it. You're gonna remember, win. like you know, on Real World when they would do the reunion where everybody would be sitting. That's 100
4: percent what I've been thinking. If we of. could get.
0: All of us, including Pete and Tom, on the stage
1: together, like
4: like oh, Real Housewives like reunion style. Just get the style? cameras. That's exactly go. The- wait, wait, wait,
1: hold on. Let's
3: do. We can we get this to happen at Fan Fest next year? Oof. Oh,
1: My God,
3: We're be there. I would love get, that. Can we get the guy who dressed up in the loose meat sandwich outfit, or who? Oh, I he's gonna it? be there. He's gonna be there. He, We're yeah. close
0: with that guy. I mean, just ma- imagine. am just bragging. You, I would. I. Uh, I. Reached out to both Tom and Pete like a year ago and asked them if they would like this. Is when their feud started. I was like, Will you guys come on the show? We could just like have a debate. <laughs> I remember
4: when you pitched me that idea, you were like,
0: Yeah, we're gonna get them both. Uh, neither one of them wanted to do it. No, so. it didn't happen. Um, I tried, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of like, I don't know, man. I, I think you know, everyone's. Got their reasons and i don't want i actually don't want to to rock the boat too much i just i hope everybody's happy that's all yeah that's what people to be happy
3: from afar i feel like some of the ghost heads give tom too much of a hard time and i do feel very bad about that like i don't i don't i don't get i guess i don't get why i don't know I, i guess i can get anything because people just sometimes don't like people but like i'll see like from time to time like him having a fight with someone and i just i check out because it's just like it's just, it's uncomfortable when like people. It is kinda... uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th-
0: I think it's a common My and this is just my opinion. I think it's a combination of, like, I think people say he's there. This person could be an easy target, and then that person might be quick to react, and then it just kind of combusts, and you know, I well, don't...
1: people have people have all sorts of weird, uh, you know. Uh, character things that are, you know, just like Pete. I mean, it 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 must be weird after kind of basically being uh, featured in a documentary and then kind of being out there, then everybody knows who you are. It's got to be weird. And there's definitely been some weird backlash, not not just towards Tom, but like from Tom. So it's it's a it's a weird uh, community dynamic that has happened, you know. Yeah,
0: I'll mm-hmm. say this, and I, and I meant it from the bottom of my heart. Abby and I have never no nobody to our face. I don't know what people say behind my back. They're probably complimenting how blue my eyes are, though.
2: <laughs> nobody has,
0: <laughs> nobody has ever said a negative word you know, about like... us or being a Ghost Heads. like not once. Yeah,
4: like, it's literally like the nicest stuff. Yeah, people are very nice. So.
0: You know, it's hard for me to speak about what other people go through. So, yeah.
4: I like I said, I, I hope everybody's just,
3: happy. I just wish we weren't doing our interview through Skype for the the movie because, like, there's a certain ways people people talk when they're talking to a computer. Yeah, and like, I, I wish we were able to be there with you guys to have a little bit of a different tone. You know, like, yeah, I feel like like it was like you're just kind of talking like you're trying to reach someone like in the back of the room. you know? Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, be, I should have set the my- camera
3: up like 50 feet away. Dude, we
4: were stressed about that camera. It kept malfunctioning too. So yeah, there was some of that. We tried. Yes, let's uh, do the over. No, but,
0: no good. Well, listen, Bill Murray story. <laughs> <What?
4: laughs> Bill more
0: the Bill Murray stories. It's weird that you did a documentary <laughs> on Bill Murray. Uh, no the Bill Murray stories. It's going to be out in some theaters. It's going to be available on DVD. Pre-order it now. And uh, Tommy, you are more than welcome to jump back on YHS anytime. Yeah.
3: For real. And, and let's let's use the real the full title here. Yeah, the Bill Murray story is life lessons learned from a mythical man. Life lessons learned from a mythical man. He
0: is mythical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The
1: three of us have never met Bill. We all we said tried. that we've had a couple almost. Uh, we we've almost had some Bill Murray stories. We've had yeah. some light
4: stalking. Yeah. 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 Well,
1: there's been a couple times where it's like, oh, he's in Atlanta. People are tweeting about it. Do we go like be weird fans or do we just not do that? There, there was that there was uh I, I one time was on martha's vineyard and bill murray was on martha's vineyard at the same time and uh it was like it was kind of the same thing it was like what this is not that big of a place i remember going to like a uh a like a club or something and and they were like yeah bill murray and tony shalhoub were just here and we're like he's got to be around here somewhere i love tony shalhoub i love him. <laughs> yeah I'm just waiting. Listen,
0: I want to meet Bill Murray the way that everybody else meets him. So I'm just waiting to be recording in our living room one day. And he just walks in and joins the show <laughs> nice. un- unannounced. That's what I'm waiting for. Well,
3: then well, we cool. just got to well, keep recording. Well, well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, the uh, the website is the BillMurrayStories.com. And if we do the Q&A, I feel like I have even some questions for you guys. Like how come there wasn't a huge Art Deco wedding? Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we're liars. <laughs> Abby
0: drinks. Abby drinks every day.
4: And right now, I am. <laughs> uh,
0: that's actually a good question. Should we do that? We should do that.
4: We'll have one. We'll have a wedding reboot. Yep. Everybody gets rebooted.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Tommy, man. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. All
3: right. Bye, All everyone. Dude. Later, Bye. Dude. Later, dude.
0: yo, Okay, we're back. That was our interview with Tommy Avaloni. Director of the Bill Murray stories, life lessons learned from a mythical man that went a bunch of different places. I didn't think we that were. That was going. good, yeah. That yeah. was good. Yeah. There was all kinds of talk oh, going yeah, on. Yeah,
4: dude, we sampled I, some meats. <laughs> um,
0: I really <laughs> like Tommy, man. He's he's a like you could j- you could tell he's a funny like he's he he's a good guy.
4: Yeah, that felt really yeah, good for sure. oh, real.
0: Super talented too. Man. Answered a lot of questions. I think. Yes, mm-hmm. we listen. What did we learn? Let's recap this real quick. Bill Murray's phone number no longer exists. Yeah? Uh-huh.
4: Tommy likes to watch people eat.
0: Tommy yep. likes to watch people eat. If you've ever seen that scene, he was referencing it in Ghost Heads when the, uh, the guy's just eating that burger and it falls <laughs> yeah. off his face.
4: <laughs> guys, I'm going to go watch Ghost Heads right um, now. While he
1: was while he was talking about it, I found his Instagram account. He literally has an Instagram account that's just pictures of people eating <laughs>
0: We joked about doing a, uh, a like, a Reddit-style ask-me-anything about Ghost Heads, but I think we should just do it. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I, think I think it's what...
0: Too. That's how we're celebrating the 35th anniversary <laughs> of I like it. Like hey, 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters, 30th anniversary of Ghostbusters 2, and the 30th anniversary 30th anniversary, ghost anniversary ghost of Ghost Heads. Of ghost heads <laughs> we will answer the questions. Tell-all. It'll be a tell-all. Mm-hmm. Um... But that was fun. Thank you very much, Tommy. We uh, we appreciated having him on. Um, anything else before we close up shop here, folks? I think
1: that's it, guys.
0: Yeah, dude,
4: I have been drawing pictures of pizza this entire time. I wanted to go okay. get yeah, some pizza. i drawing pictures of Pete Mosen this no. entire time. pink meats <laughs> and pizza. Nah, dude, let's go get some pizza. Cool.
0: Well, listen, thank you, everybody, for checking out Yes, Have Some, episode 118. If – You want to find us on social media, you're going to go to at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Then you're going to go to Facebook.com slash yes have some cast. And of course, the official Facebook discussion group for Yes Have Some Podcast is Yes Have Some Group Therapy. Abby's been telling you every week how to get there. Do you want to tell us? I
4: they all know it's on Facebook. (laughs) It's on our Facebook page. You just search for Yes, Have Some Group Therapy. You'll get it. You just join. I'll let you in. Abby, I'll let you
0: in. So, yeah, we're going to be talking a lot about these movies. We're going to talk about horror movies. We're going to be talking about Venom, all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, listen, wherever you listen to the podcast, make sure you subscribe, whether it's on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're using. And we always ask, if you like what you hear on Yes, Have Some and you want to support us, there's two ways you could do that. One Leave us a review. Go to iTunes. Hit leave a review for Yes Have Some. Five stars. Tell us what you love about the show. Helps us more than you could ever know. And also, we have our Patreon. If you want to support Patreon, Yes Have Some. It's patreon.com slash Some. For as little as $1 a month, you can be part of the Yes Have Some Patreon family. The $10 a month tier and above gets you stuff. The exclusive bonus episodes. We're doing two to three a month. We just did one last week. We had a lot of fun talking about all of our favorite animated shows. uh, And we're going to be rolling out more bonus episodes. Boxes are going out. We got the Collectors Club, the $50 tier. The Collectors Club boxes are going out this week. We've got some really cool stuff in there.
4: Yeah, guys, it is cool. I'm getting upset that I don't have Jake, my own box right now. Without
0: going into details,
1: Abby literally got mad.
0: When I keep st-
4: getting mad when stuff comes in the, the stuff keeps
1: coming and she like, realized, yeah. me too, me too. Like when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, cool. I bet there's not enough for us to have any of them. Yes,
4: dude. When I took the picture, Craig got mad at me because he didn't want it to get dirty because it's very important, you guys. No
0: dirty pictures of our stuff.
4: <laughs> well, it's going to be just pictures of the stuff. Okay, no, that's not true.
0: If you want to check out, if you want, and listen, we don't take this stuff lightly. Even a dollar helps us more than you could imagine. Yeah, helps us buy the candies we eat during the podcast.
4: Hell yeah! It helps
0: you hear crinkling.
4: Yo, I had a gummy dinosaur egg. No, listen, if you're putting a
0: financial uh, monthly obligation to yes, have some. Like you have no idea. Like that means the world to us. It helps us pay for the website hosting. Helps us pay for the. Podcast hosting helps us pay for the equipment. Uh, It all goes back into the podcast. It's Mm -hmm. not like we're pocketing the money and buying drugs. Mm -hmm. Should we start doing that?
4: I think yes. Why not? A little drugs. Just a little drugs. One drug. It's
1: been 33 years. It's time.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Jake, just do one drug. Just do one drug. I'll do one drug. I want Jake to get addicted to drugs so that way next time he watches the cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue, Mm. he'll take something out of it.
4: Maybe he'll learn, <laughs> no, something. learn a lesson.
0: <laughs> learn a lesson. Oh, oh well, I never did this to the bees. Well, if I had if I had kids, what I would I'm like, well, I want to show them this cartoon All Stars of the Rescue, but they better be addicted to crack first.
4: First, I'm going to give you some crack.
0: <laughs> you should be able to give a kid crack. Listen, we've Ooh. covered a lot of ground. We're going to call it a night. Thank you for joining us. Have some podcast. We will see you next time. Night, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.